Hi, welcome to BA Brew. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. And I'm Debbie. Today, we're going to talk about the subject of is a business analyst a leader or a follower? And what I thought I would do is go straight straight to Emily. Emily, any thoughts on this particular question, this particular subject? Is a BA a leader or a follower? Yes. They can be either or. I think as BAs, we, we really can be a leader or a follower depending on the situation. We have to be a leader to step up, mm. bring our information to the table, bring our value to the table. And other times we have to be a follower and take in information so that we can go back and do our analysis. Mm. Mm. I like that because you could immediately answer this question and say, no, the BA is a leader. But there, there are points and, and particular situation and context where you need to follow and support a leader and support a decision uh, or a course of action. And, and so we, we can switch to leader and absolutely be a leader. But there are points in time when, when it, you, you need to be a supporter of the leader. Um, Debbie, what, what are your thoughts, musings on this one? I think it's quite interesting because there are different aspects to the role. And I think where we lead is where we can bring our analytical thinking, mm -hmm. because by bringing that, we can highlight maybe where there are gaps or where something's been overlooked or where maybe assumptions are being made. Mm -hmm. And I think we can really demonstrate some quite genuine leadership in, in those analytical thinking areas. Hmm. Where I think we have to follow, I'm, I'm gonna sort of veer it into almost compliance here because there are some things in organizations that we can't influence. But what we do need to do is we need to know about them. Hmm. And if we don't know about them, we can't follow. And sometimes that's actually a bit of an error, I think, because if we're looking at improvement, we might come up with improvements that just aren't feasible. So I think we have to acknowledge that, that exactly as Emily said, there are situations where actually understanding that context and making sure we do follow the rules within it, that's really important. So different contexts, different approaches. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the situation and, and, the, and the context. Right, I'm going to throw something in that, that may or may not be controversial. Um, I've heard it uh, said, as I'm sure you guys have, that the business analyst is a note taker. Um, and it's not, it's not a phrase I want to hear, and, and I don't particularly like saying it, but um, in relation to this subject, I think, I think we should tackle it. Um, Business analyst is a note taker. I, I presume you've come across it, Debbie, and got some thoughts on it. Always have thoughts on things, Jonathan. It, it, it's quite interesting, though. If you talk about, you know, the follower angle, almost the note taker is the ultimate follower, isn't it? Because it's where there's no analysis, there's no challenge, there's no grasping for insight. There's just writing things down. Mm. And... If, if that's where business analysis sits without then taking those notes away and then looking at them and thinking, OK, what does this tell me? If it is purely we're here to write down the notes, then that's not analysis. Mm -hmm. 
It's all what right. do you think, Emily? That's that's my thinking on it anyway. As BAs, we have to work with a lot of information. So we have to take notes, don't we? <laughs> when you go into, when you, for example, if you go and visit your doctor and you, you tell the doctor your symptoms, they're taking notes, aren't they? Yeah. No one ever accused a doctor of being a note taker. Mm. Right? They have, they have, we have to collect information so we can synthesize it and come up with something useful. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the way we take information. So it's, I, I suppose it's different than being a scribe. You mm. know, we're not simply recording things verbatim. Mm. Um, yeah, we're using different techniques to, to take in the information. One up from the note taker is the BA is a translator. And so you're not taking notes, but you're translating information from one stakeholder to stakeholder to another. Traditionally, uh, translating information from business stakeholders into technology stakeholders, developers, for example. Um, but still, I think that's derogatory, and I think it, it it demonstrates a lack of professional respect and understanding of what actually is going on with the art, the practice of of business analysis. Um, but it, it's um, I think this is a real problem because lack of professional respect between professional disciplines isn't helping us to improve business outcomes. Um, is this something you've seen in your work, Emily? That's that kind of either the the translator or the scribe, and and maybe people maybe it's a lack of understanding rather than lack of respect. Maybe I should be a bit more open minded. I think it was. I probably had that mindset when I was a young BA. Mm. You know, I saw my place as being the note taker, the translator, translating between the business and the technical, mm. because obviously that function is required. But as I matured, I found that I developed these skills where I, I'm actually doing the analysis part of business analysis. Mm. You know, this is where BAs can be the leader and come up with their own thoughts. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And I think that's the key thing, because I've heard the phrase note taker used in the context of scribe. Mm. Yeah. You know, we as However, the business, the end user, even the developers, we tell you what we want you to write down and you just do the recording. Mm. There's no analysis in that. And that's that's just not good enough. But I think, as you said, Emily, when you're actually recording information you're being given and as you also mentioned, I think we take the recording element where we use different models and techniques to do mm. that, that then gives us a basis for analysis. And if we are using, you know, some of the techniques that are sort of modeling based, what we also do then is we raise questions. And as long as that's part of the picture, then we're fine because we can move then into challenging. We can look at impacts. We can explore gaps. That's absolutely fine. So if we're recording to analyze and to model, then I think, yeah, absolutely, I'm with it. If we're recording because we're taking the notes of a meeting and nothing comes beyond that, no, I'm not good with that. Mm, mm, mm. Emily, just as you were talking about the, your early days and, 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 and thinking back to my own early days as a business analyst, I didn't have the wealth of the modelling techniques and the maturity to know when to pull out a tool and use it. And I just didn't, didn't have the knowledge or the experience. But one of the reasons I'm thinking about this is because for some 
customers of business analysts or internal stakeholders that are working with business analysts, they can't they can't tell the difference between a senior, seasoned, experienced business analyst and perhaps one that's got three or six months experience and maybe doesn't have the wealth of knowledge and tools and techniques to go away and model and analyze because they're still learning on the job. It's kind of like going to a trainee or junior doctor versus going to the senior consultant who's the expert in the field. And and there's lots of variance and maturity between business analysts. Um, I don't think about the business analysis maturity model as um, um, just think about the authority and the scope of the the BA work. I think that there are ways that BAs can demonstrate their their skills and their professionalism. Hmm. The the less experienced BAs, they they ought to go and find mentors. They ought to yep. expand their skills, you know, use the resources that are out there to broaden their knowledge. Because yeah, like w- when I was a young BA, I would just follow someone else's template and we know what kind of risk that presents, right? Mm-hmm. You're just filling out the template, going mm-hmm. down the wrong path, but you have to broaden your 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 mindset. You have to you have to be exposed to lots of different uh, professionals yeah. to get the different perspectives. But on the other side, if you are a seasoned BA, I think it's up to the seasoned BAs to also step up, be mm-hmm. that challenger, yep. you know, not be arrogant, not be bossy, but ask the good questions, mm-hmm. um, help our stakeholders not step over the edge of a cliff <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, you know fall into problems. It, it's mm-hmm. up to us to to be the advocates for people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, step up, you know, be visible, expand your career, give back to the profession. Yeah. Yeah. And that role of mentoring, um, and, and I, I had I've had and still have the benefit of some great mentors, but but then mentoring others and that stepping up and giving back. It, it's really important that we, you know, if you're if you're a seasoned business analyst or a or a junior inexperienced business analyst, are thinking, well, how do I how do I help others? And that's part of leadership, I think. It's the behaviors that we demonstrate as change professionals, as as business analysts. I think that's the other angle, though, isn't it? If we're looking at is the BA a leader or a follower, you can look at it in a sort of a project context in Mm -hmm. terms of working with other stakeholders. But you can also look at it in terms of the community of business Mm -hmm. analysts and you can say, well, actually, BAs, as they gain more experience, as they know about a certain suite of techniques or approaches or whatever it is, actually should adopt that mantle of leader because then what they're doing is bringing the profession with them. Hmm. And the less experienced BAs, they really need to find the people with expertise that they can follow, that Hmm. they can rely on to really help them move in a a good direction. Hmm. So I think you can apply that whole concept of leader follower in that particular BA community context as well. And that's really important because, you know, I I hear senior BAs sometimes say things like, well, you know, as long as you engage with the stakeholders as people, these modeling techniques aren't that important. Hmm. And I think that all that does is limit your ability to analyze. Mm. And actually, if you are a senior BA, you should have that breadth of toolkit and skill set mm. so that more junior BAs can follow, can learn from you, because yeah. that way the whole profession rises. Mm. Mm. 
just as you're talking there, Debbie, I was thinking of uh, where you're beyond your skill set or your knowledge set and and bringing in experts to help you. So, mm-hmm. for example, I, I quite happily kind of um, take, for example, someone like Pete, Pete Thompson's lead when it comes to data analysis, data modeling and, and yourself. Um, and so I'm quite comfortable that at points in time and on particular subjects, being aware of your own boundaries and limitations and knowing that you're at the boundary and bringing in experts, it requires a bit of humility to say, well, actually, I, I do need a whichever kind of specialist to help with this um, and, and, to, and, and to not presume that you can do, you can do everything and, and do everything mm-hmm. all of the time. And that takes, that's, I, mean, I think it, it's useful for team working to be able to bring in the experts when you need them but obviously for outcomes as well emily any any thoughts on that yeah i think that would be a demonstration of professionalism mm. you're not pretending you know something that you don't know mm. and you're you're bringing in the people with the knowledge we're, we're working in a knowledge economy we have to leverage people who know things i would also say that bas have a, a specific skill set in that they're able to learn things fast Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you're going to be humble and you say, I don't know this, I'm going to go and reach out to someone who does know, or I'm going to go take a course, or I'm going to, you know, learn from whatever resources are available to me. I think that that's, that's almost our superpower. We, you know, we're never afraid to learn things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it is interesting, because I think it's sort of almost cyclical. In some things, you're a follower, in some things, you're a mm-hmm. leader because Mm. you're always having to constantly learn because the world is changing the techniques we use are developing new ideas are coming up all the time businesses need to improve constantly it's it's an ongoing circle and if you have a learning focus you really grasp that and you want it and you want to help others but you want to learn yourself as well if you suddenly say oh i know it all now (laughs) i'm going to step outside that circle you're probably going to move backwards fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll lose sight on the new tools, techniques, the new ways of working. Um, one of the things I quite quite like to do is look at how businesses operate and new different uh, different business models and and different products and services, and and constantly kind of think, well, what's the impact of that, and how does that impact my understanding of business models and and ways of working? But so constantly kind of think through implications and ideas but um not always being the first one to try everything and and do everything new but it's constant you know the world's always evolving isn't it and trying to learn from different dynamics and and whatnot in the marketplace um how, how can we help people improve their leadership skills is that is that something we could quickly tackle i know it's quite it, we're running short on time but that's quite a big question but if if someone's looking to develop their business analysis leadership skills have we got any kind of tips that we could maybe share um emily how have you developed your leadership skills i would say develop your your network mm. find people who know things the other thing that i think that the instant thing where i think you can show leadership is if you're in a in a meeting with your coworkers, your stakeholders start asking good questions. Mm. Don't be afraid to ask questions, but also use the information that they're giving you, right? You're not asking questions just to get an answer. Yeah. Think about what their answer is, come back, 
either challenge the answer or use it to do other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Debbie, any kind of tips for BAs looking to build their leadership skills? I think in terms of leadership, I do come back to learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to sort of know your learning style in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like to read research and, you know, look at videos or podcasts or something like that. And I just then take that information away and I call it rolling around my brain. I like to roll information around my brain, which is a long way of saying reflect, basically. <laughs> but I do like to reflect on things. And then the other thing where I'm really fortunate Um, So this is going to make Jonathan blush now, but I work with some brilliant people who I can say, what do you think about this? And then back to what you were saying, Emily, I then get to have a discussion where we float things around the team and we talk about the implications and somebody will come up with a suggestion on where it could be applied. And that sort of learning happens. And I think then everybody can, can lead to a certain extent because everybody's knowledge and an expertise with the subject improves, that gives us a basis to communicate with others. Mm. So I'm I'm really struggling now, Debbie, because in answer to my own question, I was thinking about reflection and discussion. So discussion with uh, believable people, people that you um, have got knowledge that bring different insights, different perspectives. I think it's a fantastic way to, to build your leadership skills because you're learning with and from others as well as you know tapping into resources that are out there but that that reflection element you know we're not if you try to do something it doesn't work quite so well as and you're trying to build your leadership skills you know, don't don't get downhearted um you, you you can learn from successes learn from mistakes i think i, I personally share I've learned more from my mistakes as a leader than I've learned from my successes as a leader. And, and I think it's that reflection and that discussion with others that, that, that make, makes the difference, I suppose. Um, but it, it's, I also want to say that there's a little bit of a need of, for some courage as well. So if you're going to ask yeah. the question, the good question or the well thought through question um, at the right place, at the right time with the right people, it does take a bit of courage and, you know, believing in yourself that you can ask that question that is your role to and I, I, I quite like actually this idea of the business analyst being a critical friend you're there to help achieve outcomes hopefully that, that are of benefit to the organization but you will be critical and you will ask the question that stops someone falling down the precipice you'll do this the the scenario analysis in your head and start to think about risk and impact when you're asking that question could save your organization a lot of time effort and money but you've got to be brave to ask the question and, and to do to do the thinking um right we're coming up for oh, we're almost out of time i just want to um just double check is there anything else that we wanted to say on this podcast that we haven't covered yet is the ba leader a, a leader or a follower emily what have we not covered that we need to cover in our final few moments i would say that when we're talking about learning and leader, being a leader, being a follower, what I took away from this discussion is we have to we have to help each other out. We have to bolster each other's careers. And I think that's going to help us overcome some of the frustration mm-hmm. that BAs have 
trying to explain what business analysis is about. Mm -hmm. So collaborating, sharing ideas, giving back to the profession mm -hmm. is going to show that we're a real profession. Yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant thoughts. And, and the same question to yourself, Debbie. Well, I, I do agree with what Emily's just said, actually. And I think that if we are really a profession to be admired and respected, we have to be made up of a community that is prepared to learn, prepared to lead others, to prepared to follow others and, and really a, apply a professional angle to our work and not just think that because we happen to know our organisation, we know everything about it, but ask those really good questions that expose where the gaps are. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'm not going to add anything in addition to that then. I think some great final thoughts there. Um, so I just want to say, Emily, thank you for joining us for, for our brew. I hope you've enjoyed yourself and thank you for the, the contributions. I think it's been a really interesting discussion. Um, Debbie, thanks for your time as well. Thanks everyone for listening and for watching. Um, if anyone's got any ideas for future BA brews, please do email us at babrew at assistkd.com. Thanks very much. Thank you.